We've got a great episode in store today, um, a total of one hour and five minutes recorded. I think with this monologue, we might hit one minute, one hour and 10 minutes. Um, a little warning heads up, at the beginning, there are some technical difficulties. Those will clear up as the episode goes on, so don't worry. After the first five minutes, there are no more technical difficulties. Had a little bit of audio trouble with um, Coach Haas, but that's what happens. So quickly, I forgot two things last night in my pod, um, and I also want to give a quick little monologue. Black jersey, who's hot, who's not, and my NFL power rankings. So black jersey is going to uh, take a shot ownership and Daytona Haas Daddy's ownership. For obvious reasons, you'll find out in the pod, but um, they're still owning the black jersey. I, I don't want to spoil any surprises in the pod. Um, next, we'll go for who's hot, who's not. Who's hot right now? Um, the ownership of the Daytona Haas Daddies. He has slowly, he was so cold last week, as I said, it was going to be almost impossible for him to stay cold. If I had done this podcast five days ago, he would still be cold as hell. Um, but you know what? He put up the highest points in fantasy, got that $50 Venmo, kind of turned himself around in the group me, wasn't so much of a child in the group me. Um, and you know what? I respect him. So he's hot. A cold. Obviously, we're going to go right back to who's um, who gets the black jersey. We'll be going to the take a shot leadership for who's cold this week. I mean, we got Paygate. We has, he hasn't talked about um, anything in the group chat recently. Uh, the Sox have not been playing well. Yankees are kind of hot. Mac Jones did not good, look good, and he has a serious conflict coming up with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming to town against the Patriots this year. Um, next, who's hot? Hot coffee is back in the morning. I'll still have my iced coffee in the afternoon, but I think it's almost mandatory now with these chilly fall mornings to have a hot coffee to start your day. I think you would, should agree also. Who's not? We're going to cookouts and Chris's pool. So this is a two-parter. Um, cookouts, we probably have four more weekends of regular weather that will be above 50 degrees. Then before we know it, Saturdays and Sundays will be about sitting inside, watching football, and not going outside. Um that is what's not. Obviously, also, Chris's pool closes tomorrow. What a summer we had. Unfortunately, we had a lot of rainy weekends, but boy, did we live it up. Um, can't wait to rip it up next year again, but Chris's pool is not hot. Something that is hot, apple picking in flannels. Um, just asked Coach, just asked the owner of the Get Downs on it. It is awesome to wear a flannel right now, and also apple picking with your boys is a heck of a treat. Finally, our final who's not hot. I mean, this is a little bit of a tough one to say, but I would say who's not hot is shirtless weather. You guys know how much I love taking my shirt off. Um, I like to think of that moment showing up at Quasi. That's like the greatest feeling ever. There's nothing better than being with your boys and having your shirt off. It's getting a little bit too cold right now. Those nipples get hard and you know you start to shiver. You almost always need to wear a shirt right now. Um, so it's not hot having shirts. So I already give my top five NFL power rankings. <clears throat> Number one, no surprise, it is the Rams. Uh, they absolutely shellacked the Bucks this week, can pretty much own the game. Uh, with Stafford throwing the ball like that and their defense playing, I think they're the number one team. Going to be really interesting to look out for them as the season continues. Number two, now remember, our power rankings, this does not mean who I think is going to win the NFL the Super Bowl. This is who I think is playing the best right now. So we'll go number two in the power rankings is the Arizona Cardinals. Right, that might be a little bit higher for them, but they're three and zero. Their offense has looked great. Uh, we'll see. They play the Rams this week, but I just have really good vibes over the Cardinals. Honestly, I don't think they'll be in my top five in a couple weeks, so I just had to really bump them up to two, give them their uh, their due, 
and I've been really happy with how they've looked so far. Um, so my Cardinals are my number two. My number three team in the NFL power rankings is the Buffalo Bills. Um, after a stinker week one, which kind of looked like a preseason game for Josh Allen, they have looked awesome. They're running the ball. They're throwing the ball. Their defense is showing up. Really like what the Bills are doing there and at number three. And at number four, I think the Chargers got to come into play right now. Um, the Chargers have looked great. Uh, they had that kind of crappy week two loss against Dallas. But their game against Kansas City, I mean, they went up to Kansas City and they beat them. Not a lot of teams can do that. As a seven-point favorite, was really impressed with the Chargers. The Chargers are the number four team on my power ranking. And finally, to wrap up my power rankings, this is my this might be a little hot take. I saw it in the group. I am going to go with the Packers, right? Packers, I'm not too high on this season, but... I think we need to respect Rodgers. We need to respect what they did in San Francisco last week. I think they deserve the number five. Right on the door knocking outside, I would put honorable mentions. We have the Browns. We have the Ravens. We have the Broncos. We have the Raiders. Um, those are all teams I would think that I would gave for my number five spot. Honestly, doing power rankings for a top five in the NFL this early is kind of tough. But there's so many teams to choose from. But those are my top five. So let's review it. We got the Rams at number one. Number two, the Cardinals. Number three, the Bills. Um... Number four, oh boy, it's a long morning. Oh man! All right, so I just got off a meeting. Um, I'm not gonna say. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you guys listen to it. Remember, um, I can't even remember number four from the top of my head. This is really embarrassing right now. But all I'm gonna say is I hope you enjoy the podcast. If you want a review of those top five, just rewind the podcast. Enjoy this one hour and ten minute uh, awesome pod. Coach Haas was amazing. I hope you enjoy the show. Adios and enjoy the show. You are listening to. You are listening to Crying for Information. There is a 100% chance your testosterone will listening to this beast. So here we go, gentlemen. I have just added Coach Haas to the Zoom. Um, Today is day one of making sure I don't say people's real names. Um, So let's see how I do. Coach Haas has joined. Coach Haas, you are muted, number one. Coach Haas, welcome to the pod. How are we feeling right now? How are we feeling? What's up, Mr. Commissioner? How are we? I am fantastic. First off, is that a team shirt you're wearing? Not going to say what team, obviously. Um, oh, yeah. I think I need one of those sent. I'll send you either uh, <laughs> school or team gear myself, but not too bad. Uh, youth team kind of just took a shellacking against a Pop Warner team that had played for a couple of years together. Kind of expected it. Um, a lot of motion in their offense. A lot of Counters, what are we drinking right there, by the way? Um, drinking a little cacti. It's a uh, 7% seltzer. I'm having a beer right now after at uh Well, yeah, I was just going to say a lot of motions. That's a, that's a sign of a uh, veteran team. No, so they knew what they were doing. And, uh, I mean, it was one of those problems. We did not plan for any misdirection. And as I like to say, linebackers did not flow to the ball. Um, what I say by flow is that step is downhill and you are going to your gap right away. Basic youth football, like the biggest mistake linebackers make in youth football is they take their step back, which allows the lineman to get a couple steps downhill. And then before you know it, you have a lineman in your face and it's a one-on-one between the running back and the free safety. That's how a lot of those runs happen. Um, so we didn't flow well in the first quarter. Went down 14 nothing. Ended up fighting back, uh, and then the problem was I put my bench in, and they had a great defensive possession in the second quarter. So I was like, guys, you guys are going to do it again. First play of the third quarter, 70-yard run. The will doesn't fill the gap. The defensive end doesn't keep contained. Um, and before I know it, uh, touchdown the other team. But we did score in the last play. Are you lagging? 
I think we got a little, uh, little. Over- yeah, I'm lagging a little bit. We're good. Once they go inside after my performance enhancer, we should. Um, still lag. We better now, right? Respond, Colin. Yeah, it's lag- it's lagging, it's dragging behind a little bit. All right, at least, All right, at least the audio. Um, so first off, how how is your team doing? How are we feeling about the squad? Real life, not fantasy. Um, we're brutal right now. Owen three. Um, have one offensive touchdown or two offensive touchdowns um, in three games. So not great. Uh, can't run the ball very well. So that's that's a lot of our issues there. But uh, conference play starts and. Our conference sucks, so there we go. Uh, that, that's the that's the one silver lining. It, it might be the the worst conference in college football. So wow. um, that that's the bright spot there. Um, so we can let's just get right down to fantasy. We're, we'll do a little coach's corner a little bit, but um, let's do a quick review of last week. I'll do my normal reading the scores, do a quick breakdown of the games. Um, so we'll start from the bottom. Keg stand stams gave a shellacking to take a shot, AKA the check is in the mail, 127 88. Deach's Peaches beat Petey Pablo's 126 101. The Beast Cox won 115 to 104 over Dirty Mike's Meat Locker, 0 3, by the way. Daytona Haas Daddies in a matchup of the 0 2s beat Get Downs on at 138 to 117, meeting Kevin, the former reigning champion, is 0 3. The Learners football team beat the G Spot by 0.48, 102.48 to 102 closest game of the week and finally, and finally Alpha beasts took nucci and nucci in the huddle to the shed and reminded him who the commissioner was so quick little rundown of those couple things i was impressed by after a rough week one the beaks cocks are two and one and they also took down dirty Meeks, mike's meat locker there might be um some old old expired meat in that meat locker we got to check it out um also teaches peaches another 120 point performance it was also good to see Sam go over 120 again. I think he's kind of locked in after a poor week one. And the Daytona Haas daddy scored 138. That was impressive as well. Anything you want to mention from uh, those scores I read aloud? No, I mean, some super high scores. Um, you don't really see every single game. The, the There's like triple digits, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes there's like that low sc- scoring brawl, um, drag it out, knockout game, but sh- this week, high-scoring games. Yeah. Um, um, it's, it was good shit. So it was really enjoyable week to watch from afar. Um, I'll check how many times I picked up the Fantasy app and the Action app, but I'm really terrified for the Action app. Um, pretty terrified for the Fantasy app. So let's just go start breaking games down one by one. I beat – we'll start with me. Um, you know what? <laughs> I'm being too – I think we're uh, – audio better now. Can you hear me better, Colin? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm going to go inside in a minute anyway. Um, so I took Nucci in the huddle to the woodshed. Now, a couple reasons for this woodshed. DeAndre Hopkins for Nucci had three points. Amari Cooper had four points. And Noah Fant had two points. Combined, wide receivers and tight end had less than a 10-point performance. Now you add in the fact that his flex had six points. That's 16 points from those four positions. Let me read you mine. DK Metcalf, 19. Keenan Allen, 15. Travis Kelsey, 13. Brandon Cooks, 16. I pretty much just kind of handed, they beat his ass right from there on. If 
those four players, if there are four players on your team that average six points at have a combined 16 points to a combined around seven, uh, 70 ish, you're in a lot of trouble. Um, also the Broncos D gave me 16. I mean, Nucci didn't really have a chance. I don't know if you caught any of the lions Ravens game. Um, but there were a bunch of drop TD passes by, uh, Marquise Brown, which would have gone to points for Lamar. And I mean, it's not like Nucci's bench performs. His team just kind of sucked this week. Any takes? Oh, Colin's frozen. All right, this is going to be an interesting pod. Um, now, for the audio, we're going to imagine Colin. Yeah, I mean, wait, if there's one silver lining here for Nucci, oh it's no matter how well his team would have done this week, you still probably want to not score a lot of points. What? Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Keep going. Oh, okay. Um, wait. It, it was just... This if this is the week for Nucci not to score a lot of points, be it because no matter how good his team is going to be this week, yeah, yeah, um, great point. I mean, I think no matter who Nucci plays, number one, he's kind of lucky he lucked out and played someone who was high scoring because almost never is eighty eight points going to get you the win. Oh, the Blue Jays just did a huge home run in the bottom of the eighth inning. Uh oh, uh, that's tough. Oh, that's really tough. You know, we're gonna I'm gonna have this game on in the background when we go this. So six five Blue Jays bottom of the eighth. Um, Audio should be much better. Sorry for the lags earlier, guys. Thank you for staying with us. Before we keep going, a reminder that this pod is sponsored by none other than the TikTok. Nice. If you want to grind, if you want to drink, if you want to smoke cigs inside, this is the place for you. Um, thank you, the TikTok, for that. So, yeah, as we were saying, Nucci and the Hell really didn't stand a chance against him when he played. And as you said, he played the high-scoring team, so it's a good thing he had a bad week anyway. So now to the um, close game of the week, the, the learner's football team in G-Spot. 102.48 versus 102. That's why we play with the decimal points so we don't have any ties. Um, let's look at Cormac's team. Big games from Tom Brady, Devontae Adams, and then everyone else kind of just played average. Cor- I would say Cormac got a little lucky tonight or this week just because other than those two combining for 50, his high scorer other than those two were Melvin Gordon with 14, and no other player on his team had more than 10 points. Uh, 9.9 was the third highest, uh, fourth highest. So he really got carried by those four. So if we look at the G spot, Mahomes went for 22, Jones went for 16, um, uh, Edwards Alaire 15, uh, Marquise Brown six, Logan Thomas. Now where G spot got killed, Marquise Brown dropping those passes, also a combined six points from his flex, six points from his defense, three points from his kicker. Tough to win a game like that. And he takes. Yeah, no, this, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a game this close. Uh, I will get into the learners football team in a later segment. So I don't want to dive too much into this, but Ooh, um, segment. Uh, this is uh, as close as you can get. That was pretty exciting. N- and a kicker, no less won it. Yeah. Incredible. It's kicker won it. Now. I don't know if any, like I said, there were a ton of drop balls in that Ravens game. Marquise Brown dropped two touchdowns for back-to-back plays like ball in his hands in stride. Um, so the G spot pretty much just got screwed. I mean, it was a good game. Like, it was a really big game because now the G-Spot's 1-2 and two and Cormac's 3-0. and um, I think we'll start to see a playoff picture shaping out. I'll go to the projected playoffs, the playoff bracket after three games today. Way too early playoff talk, but big win overall. Now, next to the high score of the week, the name who won't get mentioned on the pod because of his pod gate um, against Get Downs on it. So you guys know who I'm talking about, the team that scored 138.12. You can rewind if I did. We don't mention that team's name anymore. But he had Kirk Cousin, James Robinson, Jamar Chase all go for 20 points. If you remember what I talked about last week, um, or actually in the deleted pod, 
that some of you might not listen. If you can, what I like to look for is if you can get three players. Oh my God. Who's the shortstop on the Yankees? Uh, it's been different. Can you see my TV? Look at yeah. this play. This, I think you guys will see this play on TV tomorrow. Um, so Yankees, incredible diving play by the show. Oh, Geo. Geo, ready? Here we go, Colin. Give me a break from his tuckus. So I think, I think that if you guys watch the top 10 tomorrow, you'll know exactly what I'm saying on that stop. Big game. We'll keep on giving live updates. Um, so, but if you remember, I said, if you can get three players to average 10, 20 points each week, it's almost really hard to beat you because you're getting 60, play, 60 points from three players. Um, and then also you have, so out of one, there are nine players. If one third of your team combines for 60, that means if two thirds of your team combined for 60, which means 10 point each, you're getting at least 120 each week. Really hard to beat a team that averages 120. Um, also on the fact, Derek Henry had 17. His defense as the Cardinals had 17. His kicker had 16. Um, Pitts has still been kind of terrible with only four, but yeah, he had a great game. Anything we need to mention about the name we don't speak of? Yeah, I mean, that this was a stars aligned game, right? The stars aligned for this team. When your kicker gets you 16 points, Right. I mean, shit, you're going to have a good week. So um, I don't think we'll ever see anything like that again from this team, especially with Kirk Cousins getting 25. Right. I think that's his peak. But yeah, tip of the cap. Great week. And now we'll talk about the poop burger of the season. Um, the poop burger of the season has to go to Kevin Downs. Um, he currently is. uh Actually, he is currently in absolute last place when it comes to points against. His team has given up 413 points. The next highest is 380. And then the third highest is 360. So Kevin has just pretty much faced one of the top teams each and every week. Um, and once again, it happened here. We finished with Kevin having 117 points. Um, we look at his team. Herbert went for 30. Najee went for 20. DJ Moran for 19. Defense with the Bengals, 13. Trey Sermon, 10. And then a bunch of lower scores. That sucks. Now, the one nice thing about Kevin is the highest scoring player on his bench was um, Kenneth Gainwell with 4.9 points. So it's not like he could have done much. Um, he went up against the ship Brickhouse this week and it was tough. That's all I really got to say. Kevin's kind of beginning with short on the stick. He would not be someone who surprised me. Let's say in two weeks, three weeks, he's two and three in two weeks. And then he's three and three in three weeks and he takes on him. Yeah, no, I think you, you said it well. I mean, defense wins championships and they got to get that figured out uh, with the points allowed, but um, yeah, he's just kind of run into a buzzsaw to start off the, the season. And I think their luck will turn. Yeah. So, um, I mean, great game, but you know, who got the higher said, we don't speak of next, the beast Cox, um, you and, Zozo against Dirty Mike's Meat Locker. Um, finally, the Josh Allen pick pays off. 37.22. Any any uh, comment you want to make on that? Yeah, no. And uh, I, we were kind of talking all week, expected a big game, and, and boy, did he deliver. Um, looking for over 20 a week from him. So obviously getting 30 plus is a, a nice surprise. But yeah, we were just kind of waiting for him to pop off. And uh, shit, did he pop off. Yeah. Um, now I will say shout out to Nucci in the huddle because he called him having an MVP game. I was wrong. I thought that the Bills would have a good game, but wouldn't do that. So congrats, Nucci. Great take. Uh, there's no rivalry between us. Nucci's a great guy. No real comments after that. Um, then we see your next highest score was 14 with Thielen. So Seki with 13. Finally, your tight end caught up after I gave him a, um, some negative looks. Yeah. No Dalvin Cook still put up 115 points. 
um, and Edmonds had 11. We look at Dirty Mike's meat locker. He had to start Daniel Jones. That's all I really should have to say. Jones only had 16. Antonio Gibson, 16. Um, DeAndre Swift, 20. Uh, Mark Andrews, 13. 11 from the Panthers, 14 from his kicker. Other than not, not too much for Dirty Mike's meat locker, only putting up 104. Any, any takes on his team? Yeah, um, just something, right? I was against his trade that he did from the beginning. I think I was very vocal about that. And uh, A.J. Brown got him 0.3 points this week. Um, so... What was that? He traded Gronk. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, Gronk didn't do much, so at least it's not like he traded Cooper Cup. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Not a ton to say about Mike's team right now. Um, 0-3, him and Kevin, biggest week of the year for them. This is a 0-4, you may as well leave. Yeah, is this a loser leaves town game? Yeah, no, I, don't, I haven't looked at who they play next week. Um, if they were to play each other next week, it would absolutely become a loser leaves town game. Um, but we'll see. Sorry, big bite of chicken finger. Nice to wipe it, wipe, wipe it down with a bee hoppy. <laughs> beast, beast hoppy is what I drink. Call it. Beaches um, <laughs> Peaches one twenty six to PD Pablo's one hundred one. So I'm going to give a little um, college talk right now. Deach's team right now reminds me of the Saint of our defense in college. Now, here's why I'm going to mention that. At every level of the field, you trusted somebody, whether it was Mr. Peach himself at the um, linebacker position, whether it was uh, Mr. Simmons, a.k.a. two-time AA at the cornerback. Um, also, if you remember, we had Izzy, Mr. Squires, who's actually had quite a good corner. Um, so you had both sides were pretty covered well. Um, D-line, you had Dirty Mike. You had a bunch CB, as I said, another AA at the D-line. Um, and just a bunch of great role players after that. And then at safety, we had uh, Holly Grish. So at every single way, you knew that team was going to show up. When I went on the field, I always – was e the easiest way to ever play because I was like, all right, Norman, I'm going to do the job. It's not going to be hard. I just have to do what I have to do. Don't have to worry about anything else. When I look at Deach's team, Kyler Murray, McCaffrey didn't play this week. Madison had a hell of a week. C.D. Lamb, Julio Jones, Darren Waller, Mike Williams, Brown's defense against Justin Fields. You just know that whole team showing up. Like, you don't have to look to your side. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it, he his team's scary. And I think the scariest part is he scored 126 points with Christian McCaffrey getting hurt and scoring five. Yeah. I mean, if, the, if that doesn't scare everyone in the league, then – um, I don't know what will, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we've, we've given praise to Deach, given him his flowers the past few weeks and shit, his team's deserved it. Yeah. Um, not a PD Pablo's. I mean, not a great day. Only one-on-one. We look at his team. We have to say Tyler Lockett did not show up. Juju Smith-Schuster did not show up. Saquon Barkley, he showed up, but that pick is just so sketchy. Yeah. Like, he's the, I hate it. He's the opposite of our defense. Like, you, he might make a home run play. He might have a pick six, but at the same time, he might bite on the out route and then the quarterback um, cut the, the wide receiver cuts out and up, and then it's a double go, and you got beat deep. Yeah, no, that's that's not a pick you want. I mean, he's a the definition or boom, of boomer bust, and it's scary for Pete. Great phrase. Um, Russell Wilson at 16, kind of underperformed. Evans, now, if we, there's a lot of talk about. Here's the thing. I don't see how we can start any of these guys on this bench. 
Maybe Kareem Hunt over, over Juju Smith-Schuster is the only arguable substitution. All right. Um, now, bottom of the top of the ninth, Yankees down one, um, one out, two outs now. Ooh, well, man on second. Let's see what happens. Um, like, you just don't know. Let's look at his bench. No way you start Kareem Hunt over Barkley or Chubb. Maybe you start to think about starting Hunt over Barkley now, but because of the boom ability, I don't know. Juju Smith, you've got to start him over here. James? Yeah, and I, I would say Juju Smith Schuster, his, his value goes down just the way Big Ben has looked. Bingo. Um, Next, James Conner. I would not James Conner in a million years. Your running back, Chase Edmonds, gets way more touches. I don't know why you start him. Anti-vax Beasley. Um, once again, Pete's such a lib that there's no way he'll start anti-vax uh, Beasley. He cannot support I'm shocked he's on his roster. Exactly. Pete, I think you should release him immediately and let me sign him just to make a stand towards anti-vaxxers. What do we think about that tape? If you if you don't stand for what's this for? What's the phrase? For anything? <laughs> yeah, there it is. Oh. Yeah, let's go, Pete. If you don't stand for something, you'll oh. sit on anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pete, please release anti-vax Beasley, and then Saints D. I mean, would you really want to stand, start the Saints D over the Ravens playing Detroit? I don't know. No, I mean it was just that's one of these. This was one of those games where. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. And he, that just sucks for him. His bench scored 110 points. That's fucking absurd. No, it stinks. Um, keep on looking at Deach's roster now. Like I said, Murray only at 18. But then again, Mike Williams goes for 29. Madison, 20. Christian McCaffrey on the only five. CD Lamb, eight. CD Lamb might be something we start to worry about as the season goes on. So many options on the Dallas offense. There's only one football. There, there's only one football. That coach talk, coach talk. Julio Jones, guess what? Say it again. <laughs> there's only one football, coach. Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, he might not always get the ball. Darren Waller, there kind of is one football. Um, he gets the ball. He's a beast. Yeah, I don't know if he's only going to have seven points again. Um, and then the Browns were a great play. Finally, I, I kind of wish this matchup hat was happening this week. The keg stand Sam versus take a shot. Um, I think the reason that paygate is becoming a thing is also Sam is letting Ryan know, hey, not only did I kick your ass, I'm going to kick your ass mentally in the league. No chatter from take a shot since paygate really heated up. He's showing his best Patriot way to us, right? Focusing on his team, hopefully. Hopefully he's not in Providence having a drink at 2 p.m. on a Wednesday. Focusing on his team, hopefully. Right. But um, we haven't heard anything. As we know, this has probably been a tough week for Ryan. Socks on a little bit of a skid. Patriots, not only does Mac Jones, Mac Jones doesn't look terrible. I don't know how you throw the ball 50 times as an offensive coordinator and only have, and you have less than 300 yards passing. Like you have to take a couple shots. I know, even if you don't trust Mac Jones, um, you have to take shots. Like you cannot have one of the best defenses in the league in the Saints be able to just play the short game and jump on routes. You got to take shots. What do you think of that take us? No, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, you, you can only dink and dunk your way down the field so much. Um, and to keep a defense honest, right. Take the top off. Who cares if it's incomplete, right? Yeah. You might get a, you might get a PI out of it. So yeah. Um, a, uh, yeah, I agree. As a rookie quarterback too. I mean, only the best can really dink and dunk themselves down the field. Yankees lose six, five. Um, But, uh, sorry, Yankees fan. 
But um, yeah, so maybe Ryan just been a tough or Charter has been a tough week for him. Trying not to say names, my bad. Take a shot. Um, look at his roster. Prescott put up twenty. Taylor bust seven points. Eckler nineteen. Square run for trouble. Allen Robinson three. Corey Davis six. Gronk seven. Chris Godwin ended up sixteen. His defense only had one. I mean, there's not much. John o. Smith only a point nine. Gallup did not play. Um, not a lot from him. Any take on his team? Um, no, I mean, the only thing I have to say about him is his silence has been very loud. Yeah. Silence is golden. Right. Um, now we look at Sam. Sam has had a great two weeks after week one, putting up 120 twice in a row. Has the number one fantasy in Cooper Cup, 26 points this week. Justin Jefferson went 22. Rodgers went for 18. Camaro went for 19. His running back only had two points, and he still went for over 120. Ingram only with two. George Kittle with 13. Not much else to say other than that. Um, now, Sam, I will say, if you are looking for a running back, hit my line. Um, got like six of them, all pretty consistent runners. We'll get the ball. Let me know if you need one. Um, but other than some of those things, his team looks awesome. I think they are a sleeper, and it wouldn't surprise me if we see them at 7-2. and two. Yeah, I think I think Sam might have the best two and one team in the league. Um, they're scary. Besides, running back takes a little bit of a dip, but um, across the board, man, they are good. Yeah, no, I will say Sam's team is looking great. Other than that, anything you want to mention on week three? Kind of hit a little bit of a deep dive on that. No, we I think we went in really really deep and hard. Um, but. Uh, yeah, no, that it was a good week. High scoring. Fucking love it. Let the offenses roll. Yeah, I mean, the deeper, the harder, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. after Colin just took a shot at my two team, let's go to games this week, what we're looking for at week four. So, I'm just going to call it the matchup of the season right now. Me versus Deej, right, for a couple reasons. One, two highest scoring fantasy teams in the league. The only two teams to have over 120 each week. Um, secondly, the two highest playoff percentage, per, uh, by ESPN, he's at 74%. I am at 69% and third place. The learners football team is at 65%. Um, secondly, for points allowed, uh, both of us actually Deech has only has given up the second least amount of points. Oh, makes, makes you think, makes you, it makes you think. Well, I have given up 325 points, which is one, two, three, four, five, fifth in the league. So what I see in this game, and now this isn't even me talking as an owner. This is saying that I signed Chubba Hubbard because for $65, big spend to kind of kick teacher's ass. McCaffrey's out. I want the backup to come in and let him know what, what the uh, alpha beasts are saying. Now we look at that also. Hertz will be playing Kansas City. I think he'll put up a lot of points. Um, no, he's starting Damian Harris against the Bucks defense. We'll see how they play against the run. But I just think it's going to be an awesome matchup. Any takes? No, this is for for you. This is a let him hang game, right? You got to let your nuts hang. Get some rug burn on them because that's how low you're dropping them. And Chuba Hubbard, man, that that's an all in move. But this is a huge game. This is a huge game. I'm fucking excited, and this is why you play fantasy right here. Whoever wins for weeks like this. Winner of this game, unless we'll get to or the next game in a minute. Winner of this game, I think, gets number one in the power rankings. Yeah, no doubt. I, I, I think it's tough to uh, tough to argue. And if you go by projections, you're projected to win, but this is why we play the game. Exactly. You gotta you gotta show they play on Sunday for a reason. 
So we got Kevin, I mean, get downs on it in the learners football team. 0-3 versus 3-0. I think if, as a betting man, I would take the 0-3 spread um, just because I don't think there's any way they're that bad as being 0-3. Um, we'll see how that goes. G-Spot versus the Beast Cox. I think this is a must-win for the G-Spot just because to lose a game by .48 is a morale killer. If he starts off 1-3, I can see morale being really low in Cheshire, Connecticut. And he takes... No, it's a big game for us. Uh, opportunity to go 3-1. and one. Um, but we're going to be facing a hungry football team that needs a win big time. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Now, the next one, this is why this week is so interesting, in my opinion. There's a lot of great matchups. Now, there's a lot of talk about Brady coming back to New England. But the real rivalry is in our fantasy league with the former um, treasurer versus the team that did not pay on time next year. Daytona Haas Daddies versus the Petey Pablos. A lot of beef between these two. A lot of history going back to freshman year being BFFs. Um, and now here they are, enemies, after kind of what they said to each other last week. We'll see what happens. But, boy, I'm excited for that matchup. Uh, it's going to be huge. And um, I'll bring up the PD Pablos a little later as well in a later segment. So I'll get into that a little more. But, yeah, fuck. The smack talk, this is why you play right here. And, finally, I'm happy this is our final one because we get into our next segment. Um, Nookie in the huddle versus take a shot. Now, obviously Friday is going to be a big day for take a shot before the game. Is he going to let it get in his head? Hopefully he's been studying all week. He hasn't gone to Providence. He's paying attention. Um, and he's kind of listening to the waiver wire. Nucci's projected to win. Any takes on that game? Actually, Nucci's projected to lose. Ooh. Yeah. Nucci's projected to lose, but, uh, who knows if this game even happens, you know? Let's, let's hope Ryan's had notifications on the past couple of days. Exactly. Um, and it, I don't know if he has, so that's interesting. So let's, uh, let's go through our fun stuff now. Fantasy League's done. We've been going for 28 minutes. I'll probably put a cap on 45 just because we're coaches, man. We don't only teach the minds. We need to make sure we are physically and energetically engaged. So I need to make sure both of us get some sleep. because right. Sleep, sleep is the number one um, PED right there. Exactly. I, exactly. I love it. So um, now we can be pretty quick. Podgate's been talked about a lot. I kind of move on. I want to move on. It. My whole point of it was that I kind of had my friends back and immediately him throwing me underneath the bus right after was my problem with it. I totally get why he would be mad at me, but I much would have rather liked a, Hey, like Chris is sticking up for me. Um, thanks. Rather than a, he's a shit job commissioner and he can't fucking put his foot down. That was just my take. Any, any take? No, I think uh, I've, I've been a loud proponent of you as a commissioner in the group chat and, and made my uh, opinion well known that I, I back you up and yeah, I think it was handled poorly by the, opposite parties in the uh, league, but um, hopefully we move past it as a league. Um, now I'm happy. I'm honestly, I'm happy it happened because we'll make our podcast a little bit more secretive. You know, it's one of those things, either you grow coach talk, either you grow from your experience. Let's say you didn't keep contain at the end. You now need to make sure that when you're on the edge, you are keeping that contain. You have that hand on the middle of the shoulder pad. You have the hand on the left. Yes, Colin, you are seeing a visual right now. You guys other aren't. I have that back of that shoulder pad, that armpit gripped. And I'm ready to get outside either with a rip move or a push-pull move to go outside. Right? I've lost contain. Now I need to be prepared for those things. If I keep on doing it over and over and over again, then it's a problem. Yeah. If you don't learn from your mistakes, you're going to find yourself on the bench. Thank you. So that's my take on Podgate. Happy, happy it's over. 
Unfortunate it happened. Um, now, next, we'll go to Paygate. Now, this is the talk of the town. Now, I think the reason it's the talk of the town is one, because I kind of slipped up here as commissioner. I, as I stated in the early on, um, or as I stated early on, if you had a payment plan, that was totally fine. Paygate, uh, um, take a shot, had a payment plan. I was totally fine with it. Then the problem was when the payment plan didn't work. And I, I accidentally made it public. Um, and as we know, Sam kind of took me to the woodshed with that information. And here we are now. Um, when it comes to Paygate, obviously Friday is a big day. day. Um, I don't want to really spoil any information about what will happen if there's no check in my hand by Friday or, a cat, or just payment. Um, I don't even know if Ryan's going to listen to this. He could be hiding right now. But I mean, I don't, I don't have a take till Friday. So what, what do you think? Those are my, that, that was just my background of why this happened. Yeah, no, my, my take just from listening to the emergency pod and, and, and being in the group chat, he had a payment plan, but from my understanding, even that was a late notice. So that's kind of strike one from there. And then strike two is the excuses, right? Oh, my Venmo. Oh, I did this for ALS. It's Guys, not working. Coach Austin and Chris have sent a lot of money on payment apps. Well, two of us, I, a big deal, but both away from us. Right, yeah. And uh, a lot of transactions. You can get over with a couple hundred dollar transaction here and there, even if it's in the thousands. Or yeah, and, and how about um, asking someone you know to send the money and you'll get them later or using a different mode of transportation for the money. So... Yeah, I'm not buying any of it. Um, I think he's going to come miraculously out of nowhere with it because I don't think he would he would lose this opportunity just to shove it in our nose that, hey, guys, I got it in before the deadline. So um, I- I'm banking on him getting money in. Yeah, I am too. We all love him. But, I mean, as I said in the group chat the other day, when we had our owners meeting, he decided to go to a bar that night. I mean, it's more the fact that, one – Everyone else at their house at the meeting, but you just had to go to a bar and then say that I can't get admitted. Then two, uh, the auto draft, which once again, same idea. Black eye. Yeah. Like you could have gone to the Sox game the next day, the day after. Like, it's not like a Patriots game where it's every Sunday. I get they were playing the race. I get it was a big game. I get it was a great win, but like. Well, uh, your phone still works, right? You can draft from your phone. I agree with that, but that's kind of like. Oh, I can get the football practice the next day, even if I go to the like red hot. Right? We have Morrisville on Sunday. I'm gonna go to wet hot. <laughs> you gotta be prepared. Like, if you get hot, like, what's your? Are you gonna be like, oh, like, I'm still gonna be at the game on Saturday? It's like going to the hoop on a Tuesday night during preseason, even though one of your captains goes with you. Right? It's like one of those things, like. We're football players. Or do we make excuses? You just do it. Right? Like, you just do it. And take a shot. It's just doing it. Like, he's like, oh, like, I had my phone. Like, it lagged out. It's your fault. I'm like, oh, just like it's your fault you had to go to Wet Hot. Just like it's your fault you had to go to Hoot. Like, it's my yep. fault. Um, nope. Well, it was me. So, we'll see what happens there. Just a couple takes from that. But uh, we'll see what happens with Bayget. I'm pretty sure it'll end up peacefully. But I really hope I don't have to alpha in this situation. Um, now, here we go. So that's that. Obviously, there'll be way more information as we get closer to Friday. 
I really hope we can see a group appearance this week. Next, we hit um, the three-point stance, our three hot takes. So I'll just go right away. This is a hot take. I actually have Mike kind of shared it in the group chat. Did Deach's Peaches blow his load too early? Oh! McCaffrey gets hurt, right? I mean, if you drop that many points in one, one through three, that's awesome. But it's a 16 to 17 week season this year, right? It's not your normal season. There's one added week. You want those big points weeks right before playoffs, right in the middle of the season, kind of get momentum going and just to put yourself in the standings, right? With McCaffrey hurt, I don't know what we're going to see from Deach's Peaches, but my hot take is he blew his load too early. And unless his team is just a juggernaut, which it could be, right? I'm not doubting that. I'm not doubting that at all. But 120 every week at the at his pace, going against low-scoring teams, that's not going to continue. And I think that's a trend you want to see at the end of the season rather than the beginning. All right, I don't know how at the end than in the middle. It's nothing against his team. I still think his team is beast. Um, but I just think the way the schedule has played out for him, this is not the time of the year you want it. Yeah, I love that. That's good shit. All right, hit me with one hoss. All right, so I don't know if this is a hot take, but it's more of a message. Pete, you gotta you gotta get on the horn more, man. Like you got dragged last year, dog, and, and you are just letting Ryan, Ryan like you're letting Ryan get away with murder here. If I was you, I would be in the group chat bringing up Paygate every single day, right? <laughs> Stumpy dragged you through the mud last year, right? You almost. I would have been on suicide watch if I was you last year. Right? And, and right now Ryan is on a date in Providence and hasn't paid the league. Right. Pete, you got to step your game up, man. You, you got to make a ruckus. There's only so much we can do for you. Um, yeah. So my hot take is Pete, I mean, we need more out of you, right? You need to be causing um, a scene here with Paygate because last year, right. It wasn't fair. I was a, I wasn't even in the league last year and, I just saw you get trampled by the herd. So um, hopefully, hopefully Ryan stays in and we can keep it, keep it good, but I need more out of you, Pete. That's, that's a great take. Um, my next take, this is a hot one. What's going on in Buffalo? Oh, All right. Last week I called out Carzo and you this week. I'm going to call out Carzo and Nooch. We get it. You wake up at Sunday on at 8 a.m. and start drinking. Now, what you have to realize is that everyone else is not doing that. So when you're like incredibly drunk and moody to both of them at 10 a.m. on a Sunday, it's just not it's not the Sunday we all want. I would probably say around the other 617 of us are rolling out of bed, trying to grab brunch, get ourselves mentally prepared for a lazy Sunday, either on the couch, maybe having a couple drinks at the bar. But by God, no, what means are we drinking our faces off and like trying to like kiss every girl we see, right? Like we're not doing that. Like Carzo is trying to kiss every dude he sees. Nooch is trying to kiss every chick he sees. Like they are just on different levels than us. And by what's going on, it's not a negative thing. Like I just think on Sundays, they need to slow down, right? Like it's a Wednesday in the group chat and Nooch like is like, I feel death. Carzo like is just kind of like kind of Carzo is Carzoing, right? He's going to work, but he's got that negative undertone tone 
Um, and it's just like, what's going on in Buffalo? Like, I think it's great that they're such big Bills fans, but like, oh my God, like being hung over all the way till Tuesday and also acting. It, like, it gets me hung over. Yeah. It gets me like acting like it's Saturday night um, uh, at 11 a.m. on Sunday when I'm getting brunch or walking my dog. is just not like not the food I, mood I need. They induce Sunday scaries into my veins and yeah. I don't need that. Exactly. Um, and I mean, that, like, as I said, what's going on is a hot way to put it, but yeah, what's your next one? All right. So kind of piggybacking off of that. Mine is me and Carzo are fine. No, no one in this group should be questioning this ownership relationship. We work great together. We're on the horn talking shop every single day. Great relationship, good vibes all the time. He he was in Nashville for work, drinking his face off, still talking shop with me, right? So I don't want anyone in here to worry about me and Carzo. We are fine. This relationship is great. And this co-ownership couldn't be working better, all right? So everyone can just take a chill pill with that. And if, for anyone who doesn't like the co-ownership, right, you could take it deep because it's working awesome. It's great. It got me back in the league, back in the mix, and I couldn't be happier. Um, no, I love that. I think you guys are doing a great job together. Um, it's better than when I kind of helped Carzo out one year. Um, I think him being a co-owner is just an awesome way to do it. Fantastic. Now, to my final three-point stance, um, this is, this is going to be a little bit of a loving one at the same time. Um, positive vibes only. That's just my stance. Like, thanks to Nooch for bringing that in the group. Um, me and Nooch had a little bit of beef this week. And the deal with me and Nooch's beef, there is no beef, right? It's mutual respect. From a former Frank to a former Frank um, to a former brother of the Milk and Food Technology Club at 13 College Street. Like, we just have that relationship where we can come at each other, hold, hold ourselves accountable, and just be like, yo, like – you're kind of annoying me. Like you're not doing a good enough job at commissioning. Like that's, that's like part of being a brotherhood in that frat, like milk and food technology club. Um, fellow beast Cox. Yes. Hello beast. Like, yeah. Like Nooch just kind of like, he can come at me. I'll get a little moody in the group chat, but yeah, I'll come at him. He'll get a little moody at the group chat, but yeah. Um, gave him a shout out for being a little wild on Sunday, but you know, I think that's why we love Nooch. Like I've, I tried to live that lifestyle. I don't think I could do it. Even though my name's legend, like when it comes to being a beast in Buffalo, I just can't handle that mooch. Um, and, and maybe it's because I a little bit of overdrive with the bills. I don't think the bills are going to be that good when the years end comes hot take. That could be my three point stance take two. Um, but so kind of similar how you went to, there's nothing wrong with you and Carzo. Nucci is my boy. There's nothing wrong with me and Nucci. Final take. I love that. I love that. PVO all day, baby. All right. For my last one, um, I'm on the hot seat and it's for believing in the giants. Right. Coming into the season, right, I'm over seven and a half on it to make the playoffs on it, to win the NFC East on it. We're sitting at 0-3 right now, and I probably won't watch the Giants for the rest of the year. So um, with that, go Bills, okay? Retract your statement on that the Bills aren't going to be as good as you think because I'm on the bandwagon and no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. I don't think the Pats are going to be as great as I thought originally, but but yeah, I, I was uh, hand up. I fully believed that the Giants were going to be good and that we had culture, and none well, of think, that is true. I think uh, 
Joe Judge has got a, done a good job with that team. Now, it's tough when your O-line is terrible. It's tough when your quarterback is very um, inconsistent. And finally, it's tough when you don't have – if you have those things going on, you don't have a top 10 defense. Yeah, and their their defense was supposed to carry them. And, and DJ only has one turnover in three games. And if you told me that in August, I'd be like, okay, they'll be 3-0. But uh, it's, it's a tough deal here in New York. Mm-hmm. Totally got that now. We're on to piss lemonade. So it's just oh. something looks like lemonade, but it tastes like piss. Now, I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna give it straight. The team whose not name will not be mentioned's owner, um, fatherhood abilities. Right? Oh. It, it looks really good, right? Yeah, like they, I like that. I'm not gonna say their name. Like you think he's really responsible. Um, and all the books, but here's, what's going to happen. I'm already telling you when little, when little, uh, Raymond, when little Raymond becomes a, a like teenager, right. He's going to be a fucking There's asshole. no way that he's going to follow all the rules. Like, like the, uh, team team, we don't mentions name owner. Right. And what's going to happen. Little Raymond's going to come home at age 13. and with like pot or something like that. Right. It's going to happen. Especially or gay. Especially if Dylan works at a prep school. Both of those things aren't going to be great for him as a dorm parent, right? Dylan, if it's pot, he's going to call the cops. He's going to be like, yeah, my son just picked up an ounce. I need you to come arrest him, right? Like, Dylan is not going to do well with a teenager, right? I just said his first name. I said I would not mention his name. I'm sorry. Obviously, edit it out. Edit it out. God, God forbid, will never mention his full name to the pod. No, no. Kill me before that happens. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna kill. We're all gonna die if that happens again. Um, we'll all kill each other. But um, I think that's my piss lemonade. Uh, the host, Daytona host daddy. It's kind of hard to say that team. We will not mention one in a segment. Um, the Daytona host daddy's owner ability to father. Just because I think at some point his conservative fatherhood style is going to come back to bite his family in the ass. And it's going to be tough for him to pick up his son from juvie. Oh, yeah. His son's going to revolt. Yeah. And then his son's going to revolt. And then he's going to be into punk music. And he's going to love Uncle Cormac way more than dad. (laughs) Then before we know it, little Raymond will have bangs. and He'll be into emo punk. And he'll be working construction in Boston. Uh, Uncle Dumpy's going to be giving them liquor underneath the table. And Uncle Charter will be visiting him from jail. <laughs> All right, give me your piss lemonade. All right, so my piss cocktail is the learners football team. Ooh. All right. And hear me out. He's not going to like it, but I, I'm on a podcast, right? Got to be honorable. Got to be honest. He's 3-0, right? And looking at his team, I just don't buy them. I don't buy him, right? They look like lemonade, three and zero, riding high, but ah, I don't know, man. Tom Brady, right? He's not, he's not a stats guy. He is not a stats guy. Okay, so yeah, he's had some good weeks, but I'm not buying Tom Brady doing it week in and week out, right? And then Joe Mixon, boomer bust, in my opinion. Okay, he's on Cincy. You never know. I don't, and it's not coming at Cormac, but. That's a sketchy three and O team right there. It, no, it's a sketchy three and O team. C Max life, by the way. So he's transitioning from construction worker to police academy force. Now, 
In life, what I like to call that is a metamorphosis, right? You're reaching a point in your life where things are changing. Lifestyles are changing. BPD is much different than I am going to hammer in this hole or I'm going to clean up your poop, right? I could be worried that as the BPD comes closer and closer to Cormac, he could lose his focus. He loses his focus 3-0 and before we know it becomes 5-8. and Right. And I mean, that's something I worry about. Obviously, he's got a wonderful relationship going on for him. Um, but like, let, let's think about let's think about like, is he talking fantasy football with his girl? Right. I mean, I know he's showing her his Madden team. But like, is he talking fantasy football? Like, is is he like focusing all the way? He doesn't live with Mitch anymore. Right. Like he lives like with his roommate, John. And that's it. Like, is John really going to remind him about fantasy football? Right. Right. Like, and maybe being outside of 50, whatever, Saxton is a good thing. But I think um, Cormac might be seeing some uh, some trouble in the future. Yeah, uh, it's it's a piss lemonade, right? It looks like lemonade, but you take it, right? It's not lemonade. Exactly. Um, now, what we'll hit quickly, we won't go as far into it as I thought, coach's corner. <laughs> so some little coaching advice we'll give to two teams or owners just to keep it time constraints. We're getting a little late right now, 1026. Need to make sure us coaches get good sleep because if we didn't, then God forbid, when I go wake up at 8 a.m. and I see my man, Matt, right? He's walking into class. I got to give him that energy. I cannot fail my man, Matt. You can't I, fail him. Not as an educator, right? What if you're juiceless, you're useless. Dude, I already, I, so we have like a school assembly and we're doing a spirit day. And in the spirit day announcement, I was like, guys, like, we need a lot of juice. We need a lot of join us in creating energy right now. And wow. it was incredible. Um, oh, we're that creating, just gave me chills. Right? It, that idea gives me chills. Um, so what time is the first meeting tomorrow? What was that? What time is the first commitment tomorrow? For me? Yeah. Uh, I got to be in a nine. That, that's what I'm usually in. That's not. I thought you were going to say like 630. No, I'm not that early. I got like an hour commute, so. Oh, okay. So, man, yeah. yeah. Similar. Um, so, coach's corner. So, what would I say to Kevin to get downs on it at 0-3? I would look at him in the eyes and I would say, your football journey is just beginning. You have 13 more weeks to push forward and retain that cup. Now, Kevin hasn't gotten his trophy. That is totally the commissioner's fault. I have not been in Boston as much as I want to. Um, I still haven't picked it up from the place it is in in Waltham just because it's kind of out of my way right now. But Kevin, think about that trophy. Think about wanting it back, right? Believe in yourself. I believe in you. I wouldn't be putting you in this position if I didn't believe in you. And if you're not ready to get in your goddamn three-point stance, fire out, put your hands in your face, extend, then you know what? Why are you in this league? Why are you playing this game? Toughen up. 0-3 is just the beginning of your fantasy football journey. 13-0 is the way to go. That's my little speech with Kevin Hosser next. Let's go. All right. Um, I'm going to go to Dirty Mike's Meat Locker. Okay. Two 0-3 teams. I like what we're thinking. Two 0-3. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and to the Meat Lockers. Right. We deserve where, where we're at right now. Right. We're one of the lowest scoring teams in the league. We don't deserve to be three and out, right? If you guys want to turn this season around, you're going to score some goddamn points, okay? You're going to get on the scoreboard, 
right? You're not giving up a lot of points, okay? But you're not scoring a lot, and that's why we're down right now, okay? And how about this? Defend your home turf. You're 0-2 at home, okay? Turn that around. Protect the lack, okay? If you protect the lack, you're going to see this tur- the season turn around in no time, okay? So what you guys got to do is come to practice every single day with a 0-0 with one-to-go mentality, okay? And if you do that, there's no doubt in my mind you'll be in that top four after. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. Now I'm going to give one of my favorite and least favorite coach speeches ever. The Learners football team. You think you're fucking tough? You think 3-0 is cool? You still have 13 more fucking weeks. You're going to come to the meeting on Monday. We just beat three no-name teams. So what? You shut out three teams in a row. I don't care. I don't care how good you think you are, how tough you think you are. You're coming out, you're getting ready, and you're coming to practice. And let me tell you, Monday, to, I don't care. Monday's normally a film day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I don't care if that's normally like uppers. We're going full pads, full contact, because there's still a lot of season. Hey, the learners football team, are you ready for this or not? Right? 3-0 is great. Congratulations. 3-0. Brag about it in the group chat all you want. All I know is results are what matter. You're 0-0 and 1 to go. That's all I got to say. Let's go. Like a, I love that, it. That's the uh, that's the net coach who is really negative after celebrating a big win. Yeah, it has to be negative no matter. Someone, there always needs to be that coach. Put put the players in their place. Oh, you think you're tough? <laughs> all right. Um, I'm gonna go to the Hostaddies. All right. Listen, guys. <coughs> we're one and zero at home. We're zero and two on the road. <laughs> Right, we we got to be able to translate what we're doing here on the fields at practice into the games, and we're just not doing it right now. Okay, we're every single play we're one person away. Right, we're running mid zone left, and we have the right tackle stepping right. Okay, we need all five guys to be on the same page here. Okay, and that's how we're going to turn the season around. Okay, because yeah, we're one and two, but we can be easily. Three and up, right? And that's with cleaning up the little things. So we got to focus in, right? Stop running our mouth and play between the whistles. Okay. Play between the whistles and you're not going to have to worry about anything else. So let's fucking go. Let's get out there. Let's work hard and just shut your trap. I love it. And finally, my last one, I'm going to go three to take it, take a shot. Um, put up or shut up. Walk the walk or talk the talk. Either the fucking check's going to be here or not. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, I wish everyone could have seen your face for that. Right? We'll see. Um, only one will find out. Uh, finally, gambling gurus. Um, do we have any gambling advice, Colin, for anyone? Uh, no, me and Colin have had a couple, two weeks um, that have been hot and not. We've hit a couple, um, hit a couple ways, me and Coach Haas. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I don't have a ton of gambling advice. I think this week we need to look at some favorites. Um, we also need to look at the Patriots just because of all the money on the Buccaneers. Me and Coach Haas are all in on uh, Ole Miss. Maybe yes. not beating Alabama, but they're going to cover. That's they're going to cover, no doubt. That's my bet of the week. Bama only beats them by 10 at the most. It's going to be close at the end. I don't know if it will come down to a mistake by – the old Miss team, but I really believe that. Um, you yeah. can't replicate their speed in practice. All right. You know what? Actually, fuck, t- fuck talk. I'll give you a couple lines right now. Here we go. Over, under, number of 
Braun tens. Sam brings home this weekend. One point over, over or under, over one point five. I didn't even need to hear the line. Oh, all right, over under ten. Number of wings Nucci eats this weekend. I will take the alternate line of over sixteen. Wow. Now the reason I put it at ten is because he might not be ordering wings. Like obviously, if he gets wings, I think ten going to be over ten. Right, right, right. But it's just like he could be eating like pizza all weekend and then grab a wing and a tailgate. Yeah. Um, all right. Next, over under two hundred and five dollars is at my house on Friday. Under would mean it's here. Over means it's not here. Under. It's here. I'm gonna I'm gonna call my mom and tell her to put the mortgage on it. Wow. Um, over or actually no. All right. How about this? Will. Um, Coach Haas have 12 seltzers this weekend. Minus 110. Oh. Yes or no? We'll take the yes. We'll take the yes. It depends. If we win, if if we win, yeah, for sure. Right? Um, At a minus 150 line, for yes, we have Will Dirty Mike post a photo of his girlfriend over the weekend on Instagram? Plus 150, yes. Minus 130, no. Um, see, the only thing that would make me say yes is this is the first week of October, and that's a big picture on Instagram weekend that's with a significant other. That's why the line's a little skewed. Yep, yep. That's a tough one. Um, here we go. Here we got another line just came into the bookmaker. Um PD Pablo over under 3.5 times. He mentions Paygate before Friday. <laughs> well, if he listens to this podcast, I would hammer the over because he better be all over that over under 2.5 pods. Listened by Gardner. Just, <laughs> this year. Is the under minus 1 million. The unders minus 200, the overs plus 150. <laughs> oh, man, I'm still hitting that under hard. Uh, you might not even know this is a thing. No. <laughs> Over, under, amount of dips, Cormac packs from Friday to Sunday. 18 and a half. Oh, that's <laughs> the a high number. So, and this is all dependent on, because with him living with the new roommate now, it's basically call of duty and dips or girlfriend and no dips. So, um, I'm going to take the under on that one. Oh, dude, I might take the over. That's six dips a day. I'm going to assume on Friday at work, he at least packs three. I'm going to say he might pack 10 of them on Sunday. Wow. So that, that leaves a – oh, boy, we'll see. I'm going the over. That's incredible. Um, we'll hit a couple more lines real quick. Over, under, <laughs> wins the Sox and the Yankees have combined in the playoffs. So, obvious, that means one of them go, is going to make it. 5.5. So, you think they win their first – series? you think they win the wild card game, the second – the first round, and then one game in the next round. Over, under, combined. I'm going to say over. If the Yankees win the wild card, they're going to the World Series. I think it's under. Wow. He has a bullpen. 
bullpen. I mean, I don't watch a ton of baseball. I listen to some takes from all I can really say is that, I mean, I don't think that the Yankees bullpen is going to keep them in games. I think that the Rays are easily the best team in the AL. Um, I mean, they've struggled as of late, but like is Stanton, if Stanton has this run, he is on right now for the next month from now. I think you have to say he's one of the best. It's one of the best Septembers and Octobers anyone's had. Yeah. He'll, he'll earn his pinstripes. If he, if, yeah. Bingo. Um, so I'm going to go under, I'm happy we disagree on that. Uh, let's do a will Alec Deach have over kill someone. Oh fuck. I said his full name. Oh, 55 minutes into the pod. He won't, I mean, he won't care. I could, if he freaks out, I'll delete this pod. We're already 58 minutes and we got like two more minutes left. Oh, at minute 58, you got to be fucking me, right? It's the little things, gentlemen. It's the little things at minute 58. I was doing so well. Yeah. You got it. You got a big lead and you let your foot off the gas pedal. Oh, I'll see if he listens this long. We're at 59. We'll go two more line. Um, over, under. We, we need a coach Daytona Haas daddies. We need a bet. You give me a bet on him. Um, let's go over, under. Let's go over, under the amount of times he texts in the group me about F- Florida Gators football. Ooh, the rest of the year? No, no, no. Just for this weekend. And that's with me not even knowing who they play. I don't even I don't even know if they have a game. I mean, they had Bama last week. Um, let's change it up. Over under amount of times he'll mention Koobs's um uh, bachelor party in Scottsdale over five point five times until it comes. Uh over. Over? Valid. Oh, they they oh they do. They play Kentucky. That's a big game. Oh yeah. Oh, I bet. All right, let's let's put that line at five and a half. Of how many times he mentions the Gators? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good line. I'm going under because I oh, I'm betting the over. I'm betting the over because I think they lose. Ooh, Kentucky money line. Look for a sharp play. Hot take. I like it. Um, last line of the night. Over under eight point five on a rating of ten for the spot. Uh, if it's not ten stars, I, don't, I mean. People, they just, I don't know what good podcasting is at this point, then. Exactly. Well, Coach Haas, we just hit an hour. We just capped me and Carzo. Beast. Awesome time. Um, There's probably four minutes of, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, lag. Yeah, lag, but we still hit over 50 even with it. Um, Let's go. Can't wait to text you this weekend. My favorite line I've heard all summer was when Dumpy told me that your girlfriend knows the difference of me sending you a text and a group me notification on your phone. Correct. Epic. Uh, it'll, it'll be a vibration. It'll be, what does Chris Ryan want? I'm like, how do you know? Now Colin said my full name. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're beat the whole thing. I, yeah, sorry, Dylan. I have to delete all of it. <laughs> oh, fucking asshole. Uh, well, all right. There, there's actually like a billion Chris Ryan, so it's not a common name. You know, actually, the Chris Ryan we're talking about right now is the guy who writes military novels. I'm the host of this podcast. I also have long hair on Instagram, and I'm hot. Um, 
so yeah um so coach haas will be in touch thank you so much for joining the pod hope you guys enjoyed it any lasting words yeah real quick Rutgers, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Wisconsin. Take them this weekend. All money line or spreads? Spreads. Let's read them. Oh, Rutgers plays Ohio State. Yep, they're covering. Who does Dizzy root for? Coach Kai. (laughs) Rutgers is plus 15.5 at home. Yep. Ole Miss is plus 14.5. Can you say the other two? Arkansas is plus 18.5 against Georgia. I don't know, dude. Georgia's – dude, did you watch the Arkansas game? Their quarterback left the game with a bum hammy. If you can play their kind of – Culture. Culture, baby. They have culture. And they're getting all the money. Oh, fuck. Never mind. I don't like that anymore. A, a sleeper dog. I think that's one we'll be texting about on Saturday morning. What yeah. was the last game? Wisconsin. It's so bad. I love it. We can't pet them again. It's, it's so bad. I love it. We cannot – Graham, no, we cannot do that to ourselves again. <laughs> no, no, we are not texting you at Saturday at 2.30 being like, what is our problem? <laughs> Why do we love to hurt ourselves? There's either going to be two texts that come out of that game. Like, dude, we're beasts. We're so much smarter than Damn it, we should have done it. We should have done more, all right? Yeah. Or, or the one that's way worse. Why are we so stupid? Yeah, why did we fall into the trap? There's some good games this weekend. They're actually, holy moly, there are. Cincinnati, Notre Dame, like, put your dick in a wheelchair. <laughs> so let me read you uh, the month. Wow, let me give everyone. I'm happy we're going a couple extra minutes. So on Friday night, we have Ireland, Maryland. Sneaky Maryland's. Dude. And, yeah, that is a trap line and a half. They want people to bet Iowa. And I, I was overrated, dude. Everything oh, they haven't, they've, other than the Kent State miraculous miracle since Iowa State, they haven't covered since. No. So at noon, we start with a little parlay meal, a buffet meal of Michigan, Wisconsin, and UGA, Arkansas at the same time. Then we hit a 2.30 Cincinnati, Indy, uh, Notre Dame. I think Cincy beats them. Dude, I hope so. Then we hit a Oklahoma, Kansas State at 3.30. The only reason I mention that is I think Oklahoma's really overrated. It's at Kansas State. Seems like a little bit of a trap game for Oklahoma. No doubt. Rutgers, Ohio State, 3.30. My favorite game of the season, Bama, Ole Miss. Already bet um, Ole Miss. Dude, can't wait for that game. 6 p.m., Florida, Kentucky. Kentucky's 4-0. Florida's 3-1. A little bit of a um, trap game for Florida coming off the Bama game, and they also have – they have Vanderbilt next week, so it doesn't matter. So this could be like a game they think they're better than the other team. Oh, here's a quick one for the people at home. Army minus seven and a half against Ball State. Book it. Ooh, book it, book it, book it. Um, and then the nightcap, unfortunately, not a great night game. Indiana at Penn State. Penn State's going to roll them. Dude, no. We have the juggernaut city. It's UConn-Vanderbilt, 730. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot BC, Clemson, two former powerhouses. There's Arkansas. There's a Hawaii, Fresno State at 10:30 though, 11:30. Let's uh, let's promise each other we're at least going to put a fourth of a unit on that game. Yes, no matter what happens. Um, all right. Well, I think that's all we've covered. We covered the four minutes we had of lag. Um, Beautiful, awesome night. And what's that behind you? Is that a toucan? Yeah, it's a uh, like a pair. I think I don't know. It was it was here when I bought it when I got that. The place. So asked. So it's a toucan. It's been here since it's got him. Um, Zell, look at that time. 
hour and six minute pod coming for you guys. Colin, great talking. I'll text you at probably 8 a.m. All right. Um, and Thursday night game. God night and have a great Let's day. go. See you, buddy. Adios. Bon voyage, everybody.